welcome to the Good Talent Media podcast. My name is Nicola Barton, Account Director at Good Talent Media, and joining me today is Supervising Account Director, Caroline Fleming. Say hello, Caroline. Hello. Today we're here to talk about all things 2023, you know, what journalists are looking for in the new year, and obviously as former journalists ourselves, Caroline, it was only suited that we had this conversation. So tell me, you know, what are journalists looking for in 2023? I mean, can we start by saying it's the female takeover to the <laughs> leading ladies at Good Talent Media? We're talking a bit about the 2023, I guess, newsroom or news cycle. I guess what we can agree on is that it's COVID fatigue. Journalists, uh, probably the public, everyone's a bit over the, the COVID doom and gloom yarns. And I think anything that you were looking at probably in 2019, I think 2023 is the year that things are coming back and COVID's hopefully gone and out of our <laughs> uh, news cycle where it can be. But that seems to be what the go is. Absolutely. I think COVID has definitely changed the way we create news, but also the way that we consume news. I think there's certainly a bit more of an appetite for a positive story, which, you know, a few years ago, we would have gone against that and said, you know, the media do love a bit of doom and gloom and a bit of drama. What do you think, Cara? I think there is a bit more appetite for that, a bit more room for that moving forward. Yeah, I think COVID, truthfully, there was so much sadness to be reported on, whereas there are probably a bit more sort of positive stories out there. Last year was a bit more of the resurgence of everything and now it's everyone's sort of getting back to normal completely. I mean, we've seen the rise of the events that have been not really in the news cycle or unable to happen for so long. And yeah, there's definitely that appetite for people to read something good once in a while. (laughs) I think, you know, just from my own time in the newsroom, those dramatic doom gloom stories are what got the clicks. But now we got so fatigued from that 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 people just started switching off. And I think that the newsrooms are starting to recognise that. Mm. So I think, yeah, there is a lot more room for it. I know from my own chats with journalists now in PR that, that there is sort of these quotas that newsrooms are bringing in to be able to share a bit of positivity for once, which is good. Mm. But yeah, I think it's definitely something to keep in mind moving forward from a PR perspective, that it isn't just those real dramatic, hard-hitting ones that we would previously have thought were the only things to get light. You're so right there. And I guess even moving to the next point with that, COVID also saw rapid cuts within newsrooms. And Mm. something we've all agreed on as an organisation is there's never been more of an important time for an organisation to get good quality photos and videos to provide to newsrooms in order to help with that cut through, I guess. You know, in the past, they'd typically have nine photographers and Mm. people always gearing to go to photograph your, you know, story or talent or case studies or anything. I know when I was in the newsroom during COVID, we had a photographer of 25 years who was let go, which was unheard of and we couldn't believe it. And we went to contractors. So trying to get contractor time to go out to a story was just not really going to happen and only for the really big stories like breaking news. So organisations in 2023 need to be way more across, you know, having those good quality photos, but also with a newsroom in mind if you're going with PR just something we've explored heavily in 2022 as an organisation and offering to our clients, but something we want to take into 2023. Absolutely. And I mean, we both come from a background in print, so we can both agree that a good photo really is the difference between a front page story and a page 25 story. A lot of people might think that that, even if it is a high res headshot, that that's enough, but it's not. We need 
imagery to correlate with the story and that's what journalists are looking for. If it's a sad story, we don't want a happy, smiling photo, as you know. So I think, um, yeah, moving forward, it's something that businesses should really consider if they want to get that front spot. Hmm. And it's also keeping an eye, I mean, an organisation should do this anyway, but in 2023, the book sort of news events, like we've got um, the New South Wales state election this year. I mean, for New South Wales-based organisations or I guess anyone trying to break into the New South Wales market, as we would always say, like 2023 will be a great year to piggyback on the big headlines. I mean, we say that every year, but it's important for an organisation if you're making your comm strategy between 23, write down everything that's happening and the way that you can tie into that publicity there's always an appetite for the reactive game. Get out that calendar and see, you know, what gets a lot of coverage. I mean, elections, anything like that. What's coming up in your industry? And that's really important at the start of 2023 for an Mm. organisation to be aware of um, and find out ways they can piggyback or jump on that. Yeah, I couldn't agree anymore. I mean, New Year is a new time, obviously, to set goals and and to look ahead. And we don't want to just do PR for the sake of it. So, yeah, as you said, roll out the calendar, look at what's coming up and how does that align with what are your business goals for the year? Is it workforce? Is it pro bono work? Whatever it is, you can piggyback off these things like elections and so forth and and utilise those to achieve those goals. Absolutely. Now, my last point, Caro, and I know that you and I as PR consultants bang on about this all the time, But that's the importance of case studies. And I think, you know, as we talk about the impact, a flow-on effect of COVID, I think that it really has created a strong desire for authentic journalism. And I think that has become the new standard moving into 2023. And that really, as you would know, comes with having that, that human element to the story and that comes through our case studies. And we talk about how important these are all the time, but I think it really has become the minimum expectation. What do you think? Oh, when we're pitching, you know, it's always been the case, but I think you're absolutely right that even the standard of case study has gone up. There were so many incredible stories out of the events. I mean, we can talk about COVID, but also let's look at all the natural disasters that have Mm. taken place over the last couple of years. I mean, we're seeing bushfires, we're seeing unprecedented flooding in almost every state. So case studies in those are genuinely heartbreaking case studies. And I guess those are the sort of things where that will take the front page. But again, you need to have in those sort of events, at every event, those case studies that match or show their authentic experience on what you're actually trying to get across. You know, if you're a selling a product, I guess, which is not what we really do. But if if you've come up with like an an innovation, it always needs to come down to that like person who is impacted by it and it needs to be deeper than it probably ever has been. It can't just be someone touting your product. It's someone who's had their life actually like massively impacted by what you do to speak to that in their sort of stories. That's how you get it through. I mean, we have prime examples. I think at the end of last year, I worked with a client called Get My Refund and We got a story up in the Courier Mail around this woman and she had a son who had an intellectual disability and he was given a loan uh, for something that he absolutely shouldn't have been. It was a massive sort of story. And we got it up in the Courier Mail and I got a call from A Current Affair the same day saying that case study is so strong, so authentic, so genuine. We want it. And you get chased for that sort of case study and they're happy to use it again. They don't worry that someone else has done it, which we don't normally find the case. So the stronger your sort of case studies and authentic now, the the better. You're going to get it in 2023 if you have those people that you're actually helping every day. I think, you know, looking into the new year, aligning those goals, what's your business goal, align that with your PR and and maybe start making a bit of a bank of those contacts that Mm. we can use because we know PR is a very 
It's a fast-paced game. So I think now is the time to get planning for the year ahead. Absolutely. And it, it really comes down to thinking of all of these things when you are putting together your comm strategy or anything like that. These are key things to take a look at with your team and think, how are we going to do it? Because that's the reality of getting cut through, you know. Don't make a list of media releases you're going to put out this year or this and this and this. Like, it's, it's really getting to the core of what you're actually trying to get out there or the messages you're trying to put across. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's kick some goals in 2023. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening to today's podcast. Please keep an ear out for our weekly episodes. And trust me, the girls will be back. <laughs> Thanks for your time. Let's go.